Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. I am co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. And returning from the middle of nowhere, Illinois, is Daniel. Oh, hiya. (laughs) Welcome back to... Welcome back home, buddy. Why, thank you. Welcome back to the show. Glad we didn't scare you off. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I got to ask you guys. Did you guys get that uh, weird call from the FCC the next day that the episode dropped? (laughs) No. (laughs) No weird calls from the FCC. (laughs) No, no. Didn't get any calls. In fact, because of you, Canada showed up on our listenership map. So... So I think Canada will be listening a lot more now if you're here. So it's like, they're going to be like, all all the Canadian friends are going to be like, guys, guys, the crazy brother's back. (laughs) Beauty, eh? (laughs) Yeah. How's the boot that? (laughs) Make sure to bring the most in. Anyways. And the maple syrup. I like Labatt better. Oh boy, we just lost some people. Anyways. You like what better? Labatt. Labatt Blue? Yeah. In terms of Canadian beer? Instead Molson? of Molson? Yeah. Oh, oh, no way. I gotta go with Molson. Yeah, Molson. But then our dad would choose Moosehead. Ugh. <laughs> I'm out. I'm okay with Moosehead. I can't do Labatt. Labatt reminds me of a... Uh, PBR? I, to be honest with you, I can't put it with an American version because yeah. it, it it's that bad. I, oh, it because there because I haven't tried any of the other bad American versions to compare it with. But uh, welcome everybody. On that note, to this another wild and wacky episode. Um, along with Daniel, we have beer for this episode. So Daniel. Thanks I to see. Daniel. He brought... Uh, I am in... your saver. Bell down to me. Anyways. <laughs> he, nobody else brought beer. Daniel brought it in. And what'd you bring in, Daniel? This just, is your beer. I just brought Bud Light. Brought in the light stuff. Well, it was sitting in the apartment, and I said, I gotta get it out. So, <laughs> so. I'm gonna bring it across two state lines and drink it in Kentucky. And blow by a dozen state cops? Yep. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not officer. I've had a few beers. My car, however, is totally messed up. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you guys can drink the beer. I cannot until June 5th. So I thought it was May something. No, it's June. June oh, 5th. Oh, okay. So go ahead, guys. Crack it. Well, it wasn't much of a crack, but, but eh, it is what it is. Cheers. cheers. Uh Wow. So, <laughs> light, refreshing, cool, oh, ta- crisp taste. Here we go! Anyways. <laughs> now I know why I don't drink it. <laughs> oh, That's what that's what we can look up. All the different jingles Bud Light used to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Refreshingly smooth, was it? Dilly dilly! Uh, Here the, we go! The, 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 the man of genius, or the genius, or... Uh, Real, Real man of genius. Yeah, Here's to you, T-shirt cannon man. Mr. T-shirt cannon man. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, dude, we, man, Mike, me my and cousin, Daniel, we remember so many beer commercials growing up. My, well, and our we couldn't even Rob, drink it. Our cousin Rob owned the CD of all the. The man, the Rob. real man of genius. Yeah. Rob used to have that. Yeah, he had. Oh man, one of, you're holding out on us, Rob. He uh, 
He played that at he work, and it used to drive me up a freaking wall. I'm like, dude, you played this six times already. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. Where is Rob? I was about to say, you need to get that burned and copied, man. Yeah. Somewhere in Ohio. I don't know where. Oh, but he's in Ohio. Million. We're going to find you, Rob. <laughs> we'll find you. I do. And that, well, for this episode, guys, we actually have news to share with you, and none of it is football. Thank God. No NFL. So, Poland ratings what? should be going up, Canada ratings should be going up, Finland, your ratings should definitely be going up. And not the soccer kind of football for you international listeners. Yes. Because I didn't want them to get mixed up with the football. I, football. I think I think they would have figured it out, given the fact that we've never once talked about soccer. Football. Hey, football. Yeah, we've never once uh, talked about that. There is one thing I forgot. Okay. The, the NFL draft is coming up in April 29th. Oh. But that's just a blip. Just a blip. That's just it. a blip. Okay. Well, first we're going to get started with... Uh, NCAA uh, sports. We got basketball and hockey to cover. Uh, so first off, we'll start off with the Final Four, which uh, is going to be coming to an end here soon. The Final Four starts Saturday. We have number one Baylor versus number two Houston. And then we have number one Gonzaga versus number 11 Cinderella UCLA. And at both games will be saturday night and then the championship game will be monday night on april 5th so by the time our listeners hear this yeah the game the championship game will be set and we will they can watch and figure out if we were right or not about anything and uh, so as of the final four now how is everybody's brackets (laughs) i think out of the final four i only have baylor left and if they win nope uh, yippee, I guess. <laughs> I got Zaga. I got I got Houston. That's all I got left. Well, not not in our team or I don't I didn't have Baylor in the championship game like I said a couple episodes ago. I had Illinois and Iowa. But I'm just going through this and then pray to God that it sticks to the wall. I hope UCLA beats Gonzaga. Then the reason for that is Mick Cronin used to coach um you see basketball. University of Cincinnati. Yeah. So I you that's my pick to win it all since my bracket's all shot to hell. Yeah. So I'll pick UCLA, hopefully to win a national title. Against Baylor? Eh, yeah. We'll go we'll go we'll go UCLA Baylor and UCLA wins it all. Okay. Uh Daniel, who do uh, you got? Uh I was about to say I just had an interesting, I guess, thought. Is this the first time uh, a play in like team has actually made it to the final four no actually it's not and that's okay. actually I in just... the that's in the show notes too okay this is uh, not the first time he jumped ahead it's okay no 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 you're <laughs> no, fine you're, you're good you're good fine. question i would have asked the same thing it just hit me and uh, but okay so but anyways uh i'm actually going with ucla as well i think i like like was it? i guess see after seeing them like them that first night i really liked i guess what I saw and all that, and then the fact they were able to keep it up, it's like, wow, that that's amazing. So I'm actually, for UCLA, and I'm actually going with Houston. I actually think Houston is going to surprise some people and is playing some really great basketball. Haven't really seen them, but hey, I, it sounds like they're playing great basketball. So Houston, UCLA, and I'm actually going with Houston. You're going to go with Houston over UCLA in the final? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, well, 
or Houston, we'll have a problem anyways. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. And another reason, uh, I'm sorry, Charlie. You're good. Another go reason I'm picking UCLA is they got they had a UK transfer. Uh, Ju- what's that kid's name? Jusang? I I don't remember. He, he plays for UCLA. He was a he was a transfer from Kentucky, and I swear to God, I never heard of his name until he lit it up that playing game. So I didn't know if he played for it, you know, if he played for Kentucky or played a game for Kentucky or he just decided to go out to UCLA. So I was about to say I never heard of that or didn't know of a player from Kentucky transferring out yeah. to UCLA. If we'd never heard of him in playing for Kentucky, then it's most likely he was on the bench. Yeah. And he doesn't exist. <laughs> Anyways. And that he was playing on he was on the bench and he didn't like it or he didn't like that he had to play I guess for playing time or yeah. compete for playing time so he probably transferred out to UCLA probably UCLA was his second choice when he was trying to pick so could have been the reason why he's out there okay I don't well, know no, I just I it was kind of interesting you know watching a couple of UCLA games and hearing this uh, Jusang kid I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right but I'm known for butchering names. Um, I can look him. I can look him up real but quick. But the announcers keep saying that he ch- he was a transfer from uh, the University of Kentucky, so I figured he might not have played, or because I never heard of him. Okay. So what do uh, you think his last name was? Juzang, number three. Yeah. And that J U Z J U Z A N G. Yeah, Juzang. Yeah. Yeah, Juzang. Okay. Yeah, I'd never heard of the kid, and that no. if he was with Kentucky, he was on the bench. I mean, I mean he's a he- I mean he's a hell of a ball player. He's been okay. lighting it up all you know all tournament long. So you know that'd be a perfect slogan for him. What you saying over there? <laughs> okay. Okay. What, uh, uh, Charlie? Uh, for me, uh, not UCLA, and that I'm gonna go with Zaga in that matchup. Everybody I've talked to says it just seems like it's Zaga's year. Yeah. And that and I. I'm one of those people where I am just um, I, I always want to believe it's Zaga's year because they always have that good good basketball team, but then the tournament happens and then something happens to them in the tournament. They run into a team that they didn't see coming. They come into an actual team that will is a real good lights well, out lights out team and it's just like, oh no, Gonzaga got upset again. It's like, what made you think that they actually had a chance this time? So for me, I feel like this really could be it. I mean, they're they're not really they haven't convinced me yet. I haven't seen them play a single game at all in this tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been number one Zaga and everything, and somebody's keys are jingling. Me. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, um, I I think Zaga would. I, th- I think UCLA will give Zaga a good true test because mm-hmm. UCLA has proven, hey, we we were ranked number 11. We were a play-in game. You guys had us wrong. You had us pegged wrong. So we're proving you wrong. And uh, But I think Zaga is the better, well-rounded team to where they could beat UCLA. So Zaga, and then I'm still going with Houston. I'm not abandoning Houston here. Houston is still my pick to win the whole thing. It will be a really close game against Baylor. Um, Houston had a few scares in, in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. They had a scare against uh, Syracuse. 
uh, that who'd they play in the Elite Eight? Uh, I, Oregon State. That was or, it. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon State. State. And that um, Oregon State wasn't that big of a challenge as everybody made it out to be. It was Oregon State's magic ran out. So I think Houston had been tested enough to mm-hmm. where they're ready to face number one Baylor. So Houston, Zaga, number one versus number two in the final, and I'm still picking Houston. I got got to keep got to go with my original pick. So Houston wins it all. Uh, but to Daniel's note about UCLA uh, being a first four team in or for a play-in game, yeah, and that they're the second team to ever go from first four play-in to final four. The first team was Virginia Commonwealth in 2011. They were also oh. an 11 seed that played in and made it to the final four, but they went on to lose their final four game. They didn't make it to the final. The first four has been going on for that long. I know. That's what I was thinking. Seemed just like yesterday they decided this. Yeah. I. It seems like this has only been going on for a couple of years now, but yeah, 2011, I can't believe it either. Is that this the first four play-in games have been going on for a decade now? Um, there we go. Quick question: Should the should they go back to the old way? No play-in games, or one, that one play-in game nobody cared about on a Wednesday? I think that there should be no play-in games. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it, that either. You make it, you, you get, you qualify for the tournament, mm-hmm. or how do you adios? You know, right. So, and, you know, my I, now let me pose this question to you. So, do you think if a Duke, a Kentucky, Michigan State, or, like, one of the bigger blue, schools, big-name schools, do you think if they were thrown in Gonzaga's way or Houston's way, do you think we'll be, we would be seeing Gonzaga or Houston Baylor at this particular junction of the tournament? I mean, UCLA... Back in the day, was a, oh, premier, yeah. a premier team. Oh yeah, you know? we but, we have an uncle who is a huge UCLA fan. I'm sure he is living it up right now with yeah. UCLA. So, but yeah, that's my question. I was posing, you know, uh, Daniel, Charlie, if you guys want to answer this. I mean, do you think a Kentucky team or a Duke team, a North Carolina team, the blue, you know, the big name schools, you think they would stand a chance against a or a Gonzaga? Or Houston would stand a chance. Maybe even Baylor, at this juncture, would stand a chance against any one of those teams. If, okay, I like that question, and I'm just thinking of all the different scenarios of which team plays who. Yeah. So, if Duke played Zaga, that would be one heck of a game. Mm-hmm. I think if Duke played Zaga, Duke would give Zaga a run for their money. Okay. Um, if North Carolina played... Houston, nope. that would be a really good game as well. But Houston, I think, would pull it out. I it would be really close, but I think Houston would pull it out. And then if it's Kentucky versus Baylor, this year's Baylor versus like let's say a, a I won't say this year's Kentucky because like this a year's John Ken- Wall or a Anthony Davis team or a, I w- I won't go Anthony Davis kind of Kentucky team because I feel like that's stacking the deck a little bit yeah. because that is a championship caliber team. So I would say let's go with the John Wall, the very first like John Wall Calipari roster. Uh, it'd be good. I think it'd be a really good game, but I think Baylor would win. 
Okay. And that, I mean, that would be my opinion. Now, with UCLA being thrown in this mix of a Final Four, uh, let, if let's say if you could go back and do the first four game um, a couple weeks ago where it was Michigan State versus UCLA. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to do that to where that was an Elite Eight game instead of a first four play-in game, who would you have? Because you said Michigan State is a big-name school. Well, so is UCLA. Yeah. But those two teams played each other in a first four game this year to start off the tournament or part of the starting night of the tournament. So let's say it wasn't a first four in game. It was a lead eight game. Lead eight game. I would have probably gone with Michigan State. Well, I still would have gone with UCLA because Michigan State, when it comes to crunch time in the tournament, they always find a way. I don't know what it is. It's like the season we do great, and then when it comes to tournament time, it's just like Kansas. It's like we look great during the season, but and we look great in the bracket, and then of course it's time to play, and we just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think. Um, I think you're right. Michigan State, Kansas, there are teams like that where they are good. Zaga is another one that's in there. They haven't done it yet, though. That's the thing. They haven't done it yet in this tournament. But they have done it in tournaments past where they look solid all season long, and then they get into the tournament, and then they just crash. They just implode. Mm -hmm. And that. So, Daniel, what was your question again? And that you asked something about... um, Uh, It was just about the... uh, whether or not the playing games. Oh, the go playing well. games. Go, going back to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they should exist at all because uh, the reasoning for me is this is all about ratings for, for NCAA. Yeah. And that they wanted those extra games because I think it's not really to ex- – one, it is to extend the tournament, but also it's to get more ratings – leading up to the tournament because you're right that one play-in game on a wednesday night nobody was, really watched it was like what it was like played on espn 2 or whatever yeah or like i think maybe even on espn u whenever they had whenever that came about because like pretty much it, it was definitely a channel we couldn't get oh yeah because i remember never seeing one of those play-in games until they decided, hey, we're gonna decide to uh, ramp it up a little bit beforehand because, like, because I guess Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday was pretty much just all talk, yeah, about the tournament, no action, and so I guess. Well, uh, I I also think the reason why they do those games too, it's not just ratings, but it's also the committee is, I guess, pressured so much already because I mean. No matter what the committee does, none of us kind of like it. I mean, I've had... Somebody's going to be upset. Somebody's going to be upset. Yeah. So, But I think the reason why they do those first four games is because they have so many possible teams on the bubble that could go in that yeah. they're like, this is just an out for us to where we could take some of the heat off going, hey, we gave them a shot. If they lost their play-in game, that's not on us. We gave them a shot. Yeah. So. Well, that's... And you don't you don't even see that in the women's brackets. You don't see playing games for the the women's. Yeah. So why if you don't have it for the women's, why have it for the men's? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in all fairness, I to be honest with you, the men the men's tournament is March Madness. Women the women's you don't hear the March Madness for the women's teams. No. So, but we're that's that's the topic that needs for a later date. So yeah. So, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun Saturday tomorrow, and 
who knows what's going to happen Monday. Exactly. And that, so we got two guys. You got two I, UCLA's. You got one Houston, one Baylor, and then you got Houston and Zaga. I actually think that Houston and Baylor game is going to go to overtime. You think ba- Baylor and Houston are possi- Quite possibly. I I would love to see that. I really would. That that would that that's be a, that'd be a game that you know. It'd be a good, it'd be head head to head good, great action. Oh yeah, you know so. Not um, saying not saying UCLA and Gonzaga would be like a blowout for. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I was about to say I hope UCLA really does give Zaga a run for their money, but I still would pick Zaga because it. I just think they got it this year. Okay, and mm-hmm. I, I really do. Uh, another cool thing about this tournament too is this is. Uh, first time where we don't have a team east of the mississippi river in the final four yeah and i got two texas teams you have a california and the oregon and that yeah so no no washington where is zaga i thought zaga was was in nevada oh my gosh we are so well it's in the western western coast conference so it has to be oregon oregon or washington i'm saying it's oregon i want to say arizona or california Hold on, hold on. And, uh, so, we, we, we that's another so, point. Okay, ready, guys? I found it on the very first. All I had to type in was Gonzaga. <laughs> that was it on Google search. That's all I had to do. And that Gonzaga University is in Spokane, Washington. Oh. Uh, so I was close. Everybody's looking at me. Daniel needs to get a map. <laughs> he didn't pass geography class, did he? They were, I thought for some reason they were in the southwest. I kept thinking they were Arizona for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. I, it was it was just shot in the dark for me. I was like, I kind of figured they were in, like, you know, up. All, all the up. Polish fans are going, does Daniel even know where Poland is? Can you point it <laughs> yeah. out on the map? He doesn't even know. Well, let's blindfold him and see where it is. Pin the tail on that would be, That would be fun to do. Like if we went or when we started our YouTube channel or whatever, started doing the visual visual thing, it'd be like Daniel, go see where <laughs> where <laughs> or throw a dark blindfold. It. It's like no, you're not a close, buddy. Sp- spin him around five times and then throw the dark. After dr- after drinking some beers, yes, drink drink at least two rounds. Spin him five times, give him a dart, blindfold him, and then. And pray to God he don't throw up. <laughs> and that well, pray and pray that he doesn't throw it in your direction. <laughs> that has been done before, not Look to me, out! but I've somebody has thrown a dart at one of my friends, and it was not nailed him right in the thigh. So. And uh, all right, well, I've been shot. <laughs> I've been shot. Um. We have some NCAA basketball coaching news as well, uh, given this week. A lot of coaching news has been coming out. I just saw before we came on the air that Oklahoma is interested in Loyola Chicago's coach, uh, Moser. And that's so Moser looks like he'll be leaving Chicago and heading to Oklahoma. Bye, Sister Jean. <laughs> you traitor. I was about to say, Sister Jean will never You're forgive you. You're off my prayer you. list. Anyways. <laughs> And that so starting off yesterday, we have uh, North Carolina Tar Heels basketball coach Roy Williams has announced his retirement. Yeah! <laughs> Obviously, somebody is uh, very I'm, happy about this. I was just worried about his health. That dude was going to have a heart attack. It's like, 
it's like if UNC like shows up to your arena, all right, make sure the EMTs are right there next to him and CPR train because that guy might fall down. <laughs> Get the paddles! I didn't know he was in that bad of shape or anything. Uh, he, he's had a few uh, a few spells mm-hmm. while coaching during games. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't think it was that his health was that bad. Well, it didn't say he was retiring due to health reasons. He said he was just officially announcing his retirement. And because he did it yesterday on April 1st, for the life of me, when I saw it, I was like, this is an April Fool's joke. Wow. But when I kept on seeing everybody else share it, it was like, okay, this is real. This is happening. So you, and I, that's, that's the thing. I was like, you actually went through and read articles and whatnot. Like, I was going to mention something on the show that wasn't real and I didn't see it pop up through everything. I was like, I better double check this before we, <laughs> we even say anything. But that's, um, yeah. So Coach Williams finishes uh, his career with 903 career wins yep. and three national titles, all with North Carolina. Yep. 2005, 2008, and 2013. No, not 13. 15. 15. And that 13 was Louisville that got vacated. Yeah. So, and that, and as Kentucky fans, we're all very happy about that. <laughs> and that. So, Coach Williams, uh, amazing legacy. He coached, uh, four, he got 400 wins for both can- coaching Kansas, Kansas and North Carolina. I mean, he's Hall of Fame worthy if he's not already in. I think yeah. he's. I think he deserves to be in the basketball oh, Hall yeah. of Fame. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's so. I mean, awesome legacy, and that, and wish him the best in his retirement. Yeah. And that hopefully he stays connected with North Carolina too. Which I think he will. Okay. And just the thing is, now, who do you replace him, or who, who fills his shoes? Oh, I mean, there, there'll be so many rumors flying in the yeah, next I, couple weeks. I I already saw an article about someone saying, "Oh, Williams needs to pick the successor, not the well, not the university." I I, I think I think it. Williams can give his opinion or be like, "Hey, here's who I would go after," but this is up to you guys. I'm I'm stepping out of it. I saw I saw two. Um, one was one of the assistant coaches from North Carolina. I can't remember the other uh, coach, but he uh, he did play with North Carolina. I just can't think of the guy's name right now. He was a former player. Former player, yeah. Okay. But but both both guys that are questionable up for the job both played at North Carolina. Okay. So I just I think that'd be that's like top tier college basketball coaching job like a Kentucky or Duke. Those three schools are like. Uh, who who in their right mind would turn down a job from either three of those schools? If right, they were offered, you know. Right, I I understand. Yeah, I mean, who you don't want to turn down a job, but at the same time, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, going into those kinds of, I mean, with if North Carolina was to promote from within, like somebody who's already an assistant coach, mm-hmm. you already have like an understanding of Roy's philosophy. You've the seen system, it in action. Yeah for however many years you've been with him, you would probably make tweaks of your own or something yeah. because every coach has their own st- has style, style yeah. and everything, their own philosophy. So, I mean, you either embrace Roy's example and you tweak it with a little bit of your own or you just abandon it altogether and you bring in your own. Or, if you, or 
if you're North Carolina and you go outside of the school or outside of the program, then it's a completely different program altogether. It will be, it will no longer be, oh, that's not how Roy Williams would do it. Or you're Dean right. Smith. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, you're right, that's not. It's this guy's now because it's his. There is no Roy Williams anymore. So I'm sure there will be rumors flying for weeks. weeks. And that, But if you're North Carolina, you want to get this over with as soon as possible. Yeah, and you want to find the right guy for the job. Because recruiting starts immediately, like almost after the tournament. I mean, we're talking like a couple days after the tournament is when coaches start going back out recruiting. Yeah. So, I mean, this this will be huge in the next couple of weeks. And, that, and um, the other coaching uh, headline we have is Kansas signs Bill Self to a lifetime contract. Yeah. And that this was released today. Uh, it's a five-year extension deal. Mm-hmm. His original contract uh, expired uh, in March last month mm-hmm. after being um, knocked out of the tournament. tournament. So it's additional five years. Now, after he coaches those five years, it at the end of every season will be an additional year tacked on. So after five, he gets plus one. And after that plus one and the season's over, he gets another, another plus, plus one. one. So it's just another plus one. Kind of like what Cal Perry's got with Kentucky. Cal Perry, I th- his is a lifetime contract, but I don't think there's an, like a year basis on no. it. And that, because the way it sounded, it sounded like Calipari has a job at Kentucky for life un- unless he decides to retire or take on another job somewhere. Yeah. But there was ne- I when I read about Calipari, there was never any years involved. Okay. So so this is this is the only one or first one I've seen where it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to keep on renewing his contract every year until he retires. That's what that's what they that's what the article said. Bill Self has one national title with Kansas in two thousand and eight. Uh, he has um, a seven seventeen. NCAA tournament appearances and 15 Big 12 titles. Interesting. So, and he did uh, take over after Roy Williams yes. went to North Carolina. Yes. He did take over after Roy Williams. So, that's I think that's pretty interesting, but at the same time, uh, I also read in the article about Bill Self that they signed him to this contract amid uh, certain NCAA investigations go into Kansas. Hmm. So this, I don't know. I don't know if this is a way to cover. Maybe you never Co- know with the NCAA. I'm sorry, Daniel. What? I thought you were nope. had something to say. It's like a cover up. Is there anything to cover up? No. <laughs> then why are we covering <laughs> up? <laughs> I'm not suggesting one. <laughs> Just do whatever it is you do to make this all. Go away. <laughs> yeah, just poof. Um, all right, but that that's all I got in NCAA basketball. Well, um, uh, do you have anything, Mike? Yeah. Um, also, yesterday, Iowa's uh, Luca Garza was named AP the men's AP um, Player of the Year. He was a he was a runaway choice for the award. Fifty. Of a possible sixty-three votes. Wow! 
And this is after he finished second in voting last season. Okay. So awesome. He's a, a Luka Garza. That's why I picked Iowa to w- win it all this year. Again, hell of a ball player. And I'm sad to see sad to see him. And oh yeah, and, yeah. I mean there there's always going to be those players out there that you hate to see them finish. Yeah. Um, without a championship or uh, leave the sport without going out like riding off into the sunset scenario like that but at the same time it happens and um for me i i did watch iowa i think at least once uh this past season it wasn't a um i don't think it was a tournament game yeah uh but i i did watch him and yeah he looked great the team looked awesome um but as to your comment as to what that was your reason why you picked Iowa was because of him. I, I you can't pick a team based because on one play. guy. Well, it wasn't just him, <laughs> but it was they looked they looked better than the majority of the Big Ten teams, with the exception of Michigan, you know, looked looked like a tournament caliber team. Right. So it wasn't just him is why I made the choice. It was I thought Michigan, Iowa and Illinois, those three Big Ten schools had a prominent shot of going further in the tournament than what they did. Unlike Ohio State, which always continuously chokes. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Right. So, Daniel, any comments? I honestly uh, didn't um, kind of, uh, I guess, misheard what you said before about runaway. Yeah, he, he was, well... <laughs> Because I, I, I kind of heard, I thought you meant, oh, he's a runaway. Like, oh my, he ran away from no, home? No, no, <laughs> no. He was a runaway. He was like the... Um, Run away from home, kids. See what happens. Anyways. He was like the premier, he was like the number one choice okay. of, all, of all the players that was uh, how many How many votes did he get again? Um, he got 50 out of a possible 63. Okay. More than Kanye West. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> all right, so we ready to move on to NCAA Frozen Four? Yes, sir. Oh. That's all I have on the basketball note. All right, for hockey, Frozen Four tournament, we are Ooh. down to our Frozen Four. Um, Don't ask three me how out, bracket went for me. Uh, three out of the four uh, teams are from the state of Minnesota, and the other one is from. Massachusetts, let alone it is Massachusetts University or University of Massachusetts. Yeah, Sorry, UMass. UMass. Um, the Minutemen. You masshole. This guy, and he's worried about me and Daniel. Yeah. Hey, I covered it up. <laughs> and that's so the matchups that we have set. Uh, the Frozen Four will take place on April eighth, this coming Thursday, and then the championship game will be on Saturday, April tenth. So we have Minnesota State Mankato. I said Michigan State Mankato the last time we were on here. So that was my fault. It's Minnesota State Mankato versus St. Cloud State. And then we have Minnesota Duluth versus Massachusetts. So, Daniel, you just said something under your breath. Uh, don't ask about your bracket on, yeah. on this tournament. But I will say, out of the four of these teams... Who's your two to go to the championship game? Who, after watching all the games, the only one I didn't get to see was the uh, Wisconsin Benjamin State, which sounded like a good, good, uh, good one to miss because 
That would have killed me because Benjamin State. Bemidji. Whatever. <laughs> the team that ruined my bracket. How about that? <laughs> Damn beavers. Anyways. So after watching, after watching, I honestly think Minnesota State. Minnesota actually, State Mankato? Yeah. Wow. Uh, they, I mean, they look, I mean, they did struggle in their first game against a, a Quinnipiac or Quinnipiac. Yeah, yeah Quinnipiac. Whatever. Yeah, Quinnipiac. And uh, they actually, they actually came back and like, and like at the last, once again, at the last minute, you know, score like tied the game and then in overtime won. But at, the, but they, when you watch them against Minnesota, like the powerhouse Minnesota University, shoot, they dominated that game mm-hmm. from start to finish. Now Saint Cloud State, you know they. I mean, they handled Boston College, but then again, I think, well, Boston College had its ups and downs, like, all season, especially late in the season. Like, they barely, barely made it as a number one seed in the region. So, honestly, and, of course, Boston College also missed their game on Saturday due to COVID with Notre Dame. So, honestly, uh, I still, I got to go with the Mavericks on this one. Okay. And the UMD, UMass... That's a tough one because UMD, they only had to play one game as well because yeah. Michigan had COVID, so, but they outlasted North Dakota in five overtimes. So yeah. I watched Bro- that whole five-hour game started at – actually, I think it started at 5.30 and didn't get over till almost after one. Wow. After one uh, – I, I couldn't believe it, but after after – Seeing UMD, I I honestly gotta go with UMass. I honestly think. Okay, so UMass. Massachusetts versus Minnesota State, mm-hmm. and then who's your pick to win out of those two? That's a tough one, but I'm gonna have to go with UMass. Going to go yeah. with Massachusetts? Yeah. Wow. I honestly think they're gonna get that first one. Well, Minnesota State has also chasing a first one as well. In fact, this was the first time they actually made it the. To the tournament and actually won a tournament game because they've been in the tournament before actually as like number one seeds before mm. but they keep on getting upset oh okay so uh, mike ah i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> this is uh that's hard to follow <laughs> yeah that, i mean daniel uh pretty much i'm probably going to go the same with daniel minnesota state and umass but uh copycat <laughs> no i'm not copycatting and then the winner you know how well i do with picks on this show yeah i was about to say but we're gonna we're gonna say minnesota state upsets yeah. so that's uh, not a bad choice i mean it's yeah you I, know it's a pretty even and match I the think. thing about i just want to add something to daniel's statement about the long the long overtime games all three of us have seen long overtime yeah. oh yeah you know, sat through them so mm-hmm. you go on, going to the cy- Cyclones games, um, listening to uh, or watching the NHL playoff games, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. we've had our share of you know, long, long ass games that we've watched. So I'll be honest, uh, the whole time I was watching all those overtimes, I was, you know, kind of wishing I was with, you know, you guys watching this with beer and all that yeah. in hand. I was like, man, this would be awesome, you know, watch this with the boys and all that. So okay, Charlie, what's what's your uh... yeah? Um, well, Minnesota Duluth broke my heart. 
uh, knocking out North Dakota because I, I I picked out I picked North Dakota to win it all in the last episode um, when we talked about it, and I uh, I'm 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 starting to join Mike in the ranks of uh, calling <laughs> stuff wrong and being like, man, I'm I'm joining the losing the losing uh, side, so. I don't really know who to go for here, to be honest with you. Just don't copycat us. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually. I'm really thinking this one out. I'm thinking it's going to be Saint Cloud State versus Minnesota Duluth. That's not a bad one either. I, I'm. I'm going with the two. I'm going with two Minnesota schools now, in the final. And does UMD re- three P? Oh, would this be a three P? Yeah. Because well, they've already take- gone back to back. Well, they went back to back, and then of course last year. There last was year was no, no tournament, tournament. Yeah. and so yeah, technically, this would be a three-peat for them. Oh so, wow, I didn't know that. So yeah, I it's I just now thought of it. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It, this would be a three-peat for. To be um, honest with you, part of me really wants to pick St. Cloud State to win it all. That would not I, a bad I, choice either. I, they, St. Cloud State is always one of those teams where they have always gotten in. Mm-hmm. And, or they're one of the teams that usually makes it in and they have like a bad break in the first round they lose or whatever and that but the one thing about their their uh jerseys is they remind me of the montreal canadians right um jerseys and not to say that that's the reason why i'm picking them is because <laughs> of the jerseys or anything it's just i've always seen st cloud state get into this tournament they play whoever and they lose either by a lot or it's a overtime heartbreak or something mm-hmm. and that so that's why i'm like man i kind of have to go with st cloud state because i've always seen them get in and i always see them lose and i'm like you know what a guy i want them to win one time so i'm gonna pick st cloud state over minnesota state and then i'm gonna pick i'm I can't pick Massachusetts. I, I don't know why, but I'm. it goes back to the last week's episode where we were talking about all the Boston teams yeah. or Boston College or Boston University. I'm a Boston Bruins fan, but because... I mean, the, these two states are hockey states. Massachusetts, yeah. Minnesota. This is where, like, I would imagine over... What would you think, Daniel? 75, 85% of... Hockey players in the USA, hockey players in the NHL, come from these two states. I would say so, yeah. And that, so, but I kind of want to see an all Minnesota final. So that's why I'm going to go with St. Cloud State, Minnesota Duluth. St. Cloud State wins, and if that thing goes to overtime, oh my gosh, I will have a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a heartbreaker for UMD as well. It's like we were so close to a three p, and we lost in overtime. Yeah, but. I I think that is going to be, I think that is going to be really cool. But speaking of Minnesota teams, and that the Minnesota State High School Hockey Championships are going on right now, and um, I've been guys need to start following um, this um, uh, page on Instagram. It's called Everything College Hockey. I think and I'm that, follow, I think I'm following them. And that. But they they're following the Minnesota uh, tournaments, yeah. Class A, Class Two A, all of them, uh, and they do uh, they're doing like a uh, pick the flow, 
like the the hair. I think I've, I think I've heard of this before. I've seen it like during one of the NHL games. Yeah, pick pick which player's hair is the best or whatever, and that. But they also had something. I think this past week or not this past week, but earlier this week, um, where one of the Class A schools, the varsity team, had to drop out due to COVID. But here's this: they're not eliminated from the playoffs. The JV team is taking their place oh boy. in the wow. tournament. Good luck. <laughs> wow. Have fun. And the varsity team, yeah, number one in the state. <laughs> so the number one varsity team in Minnesota in Class A hockey is out due to COVID. The JV team is stepping up to take their place in the tournament. Wow, that that is interesting. I read that article earlier this week, and I was like, that is awesome. But at the same time, if I'm a JV guy, I'm throwing up in the locker room. (laughs) They're like, oh, crap, we have to show up and play. I'm sure the, some of the varsity guys have called some of the JV guys and be like, don't you dare lose in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's... The number one team just became the number 16 seed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the varsity did. I mean, I would do Do we have a name for this school? Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I know I just, I, I saw it, uh, I think it was Monday. I saw it Monday yeah. and I was just like, Wow! I hope they do. I hope they do well. I just well, hope they do well. From uh, the Drop the Gloves podcast. Yeah. And good luck, guys. Good luck. We, we don't and know it, who you are, but you have know, fun. Exactly. Do your best. Do your best. Uh, we, I was about to say, and if you guys played before this show aired and um, lost, just know that we were pulling for you. Yeah. <laughs> we just and, want you to know. Good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> so best best wishes from the podcast the show and the state of the great state of kentucky also yep which we don't have high school hockey no we don't which should be a thing <laughs> illinois also sends its regards <laughs> <laughs> and I, well okay going to the kentucky should have hockey thing it's a regional thing and I, the farther north you go the more likely there's going to be a school with hockey the northern farther, eastern you know well northeastern a little midwest north you go a little northwest towards montana and wyoming and idaho yeah you'll have those schools um you'll have colleges that'll have hockey or whatever but down here in kentucky i mean we're northern kentucky but at the same time we're not that deep into into the hockey culture yet well it it should be uh, just this my own personal thing. I think it should be a thing. Okay. But there again, you know what they say about opinions. Yeah. So. Um, was it? I was gonna say something about uh, like Southern teams having like we were talking about this last week. Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, University has a hockey team. Miami University in Florida has a hockey team. So I mean, I, I, Jamaica's getting a hockey team. Jamaica's getting a hockey team. And oh man, I can't wait to see the jerseys. If the jerseys are what I'm picturing in my head, I am so getting one. I would uh, so I, want. I'm it. probably having the same vision that you're having, and it, 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 it's it's half half of the Jamaican flag, like from Cool Runnings. Yeah. And the other half is like um, 
old Cincinnati Cyclones third jersey where they have Jamaica spelled out and, down them. diagonally. Yes. That is what I'm picturing. And if Jamaica, if you're if you're listening to this, and you're thinking of still coming up with the jersey concept, will give please, us credit. Yes, please please contact us. We'll send you a couple uh, rough drafts, and uh, we'll be more than happy to help you with this. <laughs> We are so excited. <laughs> and their goal uh, song is uh, like the one from Trinidad, Tobago, and D2. Oh, with the steel drums and everything? Oh, yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. And that just don't just do not do tie-dye. That's all I ask. Don't do no, tie-dye. don't do that tie-dye. Don't, don't yeah. do green, white, or green, white, yellow, and black tie-dye jerseys. Please don't do that. That's all I ask. So, uh, Mike, you had something about... Uh, Women's hockey, right? Well, that and um, the bean pot, uh, re- the bean pot uh, trophy tournament that's held at uh, TD Gardens up in Boston. So, as we mentioned last week, we couldn't figure out who the teams were. Yeah. We're guessing. So the team, the teams for this uh, tournament is uh, Boston College, which I know Daniel, you're a fan of. Yeah. Um, Boston University, Harvard, and Northeastern. Okay. So those are the four teams that play in that tournament every year in uh, TD Gardens. And then the Drundles is down, you know, kind of like any tournament. It goes down and whoever wins the tournament gets the Beanpot Trophy, mm-hmm. which is part of Boston's history. So there's that. Um, I was about to say, I, when we talked about it last week, didn't know who. Yeah, we were, we were, we were guessing. We were guessing, didn't know. Ex- I was about to say Northeastern. Didn't even know that was one or, yeah. or anything. Were you guessing? Were you guessing Southwest? Is that what it was? No, <laughs> we were we were guessing like teams in we were like guessing, the New England area. Yeah, we, right. we were guessing teams around the New England area. We weren't right. even picking teams from Massachusetts. We were picking. We were thinking teams like Vermont or New Hampshire, Maine, Albany, Providence, U- Union, Providence. Yeah, we were picturing Colgate. We, Colgate. We were picturing all of them, but. Then Mike uh, went out and did this homework and was like, oh, hey, here's the other two teams. And was like, oh. Made his mommy proud. He did his homework finally. Wouldn't do it in school, but he did it finally. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he wasn't interested in math back then. Nobody's um, interested in math. So the second uh, hockey news related is from uh, the NWHL, which is the Women's Hockey League. Um the Boston Pride won their second Isabel Cup yeah. over the Minnesota Whitecaps um, Saturday, I believe it was. Last Saturday? Last, last Saturday, yeah. So, congratulations to the Boston Pride. They were honored at uh, one of the Bruins games this past week where they were sitting in... Uh, any? Uh, did you look up to see if any of the players from the Boston Pride were... Uh, Played in the last uh, Olympics in 2018. No, that I did not. Do. Olympics. Okay. So we'll. I was about to say because that's where most of these, that's where most of those women come from. Yeah, yeah. Is from the women's hockey league, and they go into the uh, women's national team. So. And I, I know uh, was it because uh, 2018 when the women's team won in South Korea against Canada, uh, some of them, some of the Canadian players and the usa players they play together in that league yeah and uh, so that's why i was like i wanted 
didn't know if you had looked that up to no, see if I, like I, I didn't I, that didn't even cross my mind that's okay so but you being failed a, <laughs> yeah you have failed this podcast <laughs> but uh but being a Boston Bruins fan I figured that'd be something kind of cool to mention mm-hmm. you know and congratulations to the Pride. Yeah, congratulations to the Boston Pride on winning their second cup. We're so proud of you. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, um, the Women's Hockey League, I, I I always wondered, like ever since like watching women's Olympic hockey, I yeah. always wondered how do they find these women for the hockey teams? Yeah. Because uh, like, place if, if your country's like Canada... Uh, Germany, Czech Republic, Russia, uh, Russia uh, Poland, if you have one, Finland, Finland, I'm sure they have one, and that, uh, but France, countries like that, where hockey is more of a, I guess, a staple, yeah, in their culture of sports culture, it's not that hard. But here in the U.S., you have the men's National Hockey League, and then you have minor league, minor leagues, and a fil- and um, various other leagues like uh the FHL uh the Federal Hockey League you have the ECHL the American HL or AHL American Hockey League and then there's another one I'm missing CHL right the yep. Central Hockey League mm-hmm. isn't that what it's called yep and that's so and the WHL mm-hmm. and that so I mean again there's all these different leagues for men yeah. I've never heard one for women so to find out that there's a National Women's Hockey League is pretty cool. Well, a couple of years ago, I remember while you were still on uh, when you were still available on Facebook, we did a couple um like the women's like the Calgary uh where you could like create your own jerseys and Oh yeah, Cal- yeah. The Calgary the, Inferno. Yeah, the jersey uh generator mock up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean there I know there was a, like a Cana- I think a Canadian league um there was only like a few teams in there, and then the I knew that the NWHL was around, so I just I thought there was a couple of leagues that got disbanded, and I thought they were trying. I think you and me were talking about mm-hmm. how they were trying to combine or combine it so it was a bigger league. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that conversation. Yeah, because there were two different uh, women's hockey leagues that were I think trying to merge together. I don't. I don't know if they actually did merge. Yeah. I, I thought I heard that there was a fallout between between the negotiations. But I also, I mean, when I looked up some of this stuff about the Women's Hockey League, it's, um, it's a very small market. Yeah. Very small. These women actually end up having part-time jobs on the side. And that this is not a full-time thing for them where they get... I mean, their season is so short. I mean, it's ridiculous. I can't remember exactly how many games it is, but, I mean, it is a very short season. It I think it lasts up to about four four or five months or something like that. Uh, They barely get paid, I think... I think the highest anyone got paid was somewhere around twenty thousand or something like that, in a in a in a in not like a annual salary. I mean like an overall salary, yeah. and that and these women had jobs. They were moms. Some of them they have kids. I mean, I really wish they would do a documentary on this yeah. because I wish 
the rest of America found out about this league to where it could promote it. Because I, I truly believe women's hockey is way better than any other women's sport in America. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't watch women's soccer. And if you watch the WNBA, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I've watched a few WNBA games. And there's some talented players that play. Lisa Leslie. Well, Lisa Back Le- when she was. Yeah, Rebecca Lobo. Um, Back when they were playing. Well, hell, saying. most of the WNBA is former Connecticut players. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. just keep on reliving the glory days. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Connecticut players and Notre Dame players and a few Bale, you know, Baylor. Baylor, yeah. So, I mean, but I think I think women's sports needs to be thrown out there like the men's sports. I mean, you don't hear about you know, the women's sports team, professional sports teams, all you hear is about the guys. And not knocking the guys, but, you know, women are just more important. Without women, us guys wouldn't be here. <laughs> so, but, you know, they need to they need to promote, do a better job of promoting this I, stuff. I was about to say, I think promoting is definitely a downfall. I think mm-hmm. you, they need to, they got to be strategic about it, but they also got to be, you know, take some risks, get out there, and that, and they're holding these games in like real. I mean, not the women hockey. Women yeah. hockey, I think, is played in smaller arenas or yeah. practice arenas or whatever. But the like with the WNBA being played in like some of these major NBA's, NBA NBA stadiums, it's like no. You, what makes you think you're going to fill that up? And two, they don't. And the problem is they don't fill it up. Yeah, the, you don't fill it up. And mm-hmm. two, you're not going to generate enough revenue either. You got to find a smaller arena where you're going to generate enough revenue to where you can support season tickets, where you can support concessions, where you can actually hire more than like ten people to come and work concessions. Yeah. So, I I think the women's need a bit of a push. They need some help, and that. But I hope they get off the ground and get going because I would love to watch like national women's hockey. Exactly. On on. NBC. NBC and ESPN. ESPN. Well, I was about to say, if since NHL is moving to ESPN, maybe the NWHL could move to NBC. Or if that's even if they have a, a tele- televised things. Or if Man. they they work on it, get yeah. a deal going, something. Get something going. Yeah. Come on, NBC, ESPN. I was about to say, NBC, if you're yeah. if you're already regretting the decision to let go of the NHL. Do I mean, something about ESPN it. shows the WNBA games. ESPN, you got an NHL contract? Hop on the NWHL. Yeah, put it on your ESPN Plus package. Exactly. There you go. You got three guys sitting in a kitchen coming up with this stuff. Heck, they even they put the CFL on the ESPN. All right. And Arena League football. And Arena League football. That's still around. Uh, I believe so. Okay. Oh, we still haven't gotten to the Ask Mike segment that I wanted to do because that just remind the arena football thing reminded me of the Ask okay. the Ask Mike segment that I pitched to you about a couple weeks ago. And uh, have you done any digging into this? Oh, the the fan controlled football. No, I to be honest with you, I've, I've completely forgotten about it, and I, with work being busy at work, okay, it well, just 
We we'll, we'll we'll get into that. We'll we'll talk about it later because we we said we weren't going to talk too much football exactly. and that for this episode. So we'll we'll leave that for another day. So c- coming soon, an Ask Mike segment where Charlie gets to ask Mike questions where Charlie has no clue what's going on in the sports world other and than first hockey. Thing Mike knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. All right, well, before we get into, um, I think should be a last call segment. Okay. But before we get into, and it's being hockey-related as well, uh, but before we get into that, yesterday was opening day for Major League Baseball. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Boring, Daniel? It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> you just... It's not the same watching it on TV as if you went to a game. No, it's not. I mean, as well as like what, trying to watch hockey with me on like TV. There's certain days that I try to watch the NHL on TV, and I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> but and, ba- any more baseball is the same way. But you know, I still I, I still love baseball and still love hockey. So mm. that's my general opinion about it. But opening day here around Cincinnati, in my personal opinion, should be a national holiday. I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm not big into baseball anymore, but I totally agree that opening day here in the Cincinnati area, it if it's not a national holiday, let it be a local holiday uh, yeah. and just, you know, everybody gets the day off. <laughs> I don't think businesses are willing to sacrifice all that money they're going to lose uh, by taking off uh, and it's like... Oh, we just lost all this money, so then the Cardinals can score six runs in the first inning. Uh, so the Reds lost yesterday to start their season in uh, tradition, traditional fashion, it seems like. They seem to lose every opening day. Um, what was the final score? 11 to 6. 11 to 6, I believe. 11 to yeah. 6. Wow. But it was also snowing uh, during, the day too, during the day. And it's, um, yesterday was the coldest opening day in Cincinnati Reds history. Wow. I, I saw uh, highlights from the Detroit opening day. It yeah. was legitimately snowing in yeah. Detroit. I mean, Miguel Cabrera hit a home run, and he didn't even know it went over the fence because it was that, like, snowy, that cloudy with the snow. He didn't even know. I was surprised it wasn't snowing in Colorado because Colorado, the Rockies had their opening day yesterday against the Dodgers, and the Rockies pulled one out over the Dodgers, you know, the the new New York Yankees, I guess, because they're going the, out and hunting. The West Coast Yankees? The Yeah, the West Coast oh, Yankees. There you go. Hunting wabbits. <laughs> and, uh, well, you had you had 13, 13 games yesterday. It would have been 14, but the 14th game between the Nationals and the Mets was postponed due to COVID. Yeah. So... Um, that I think they're trying to make that up for tomorrow. Well, no, the I just I saw something to this afternoon uh, while I was on my lunch break that the Mets will play uh, Monday, I believe, against Philadelphia in Philadelphia, and the Nationals is to be determined. Oh, okay. I so, thought they were aiming for a. Uh, a close date or something. Yeah, well, they'll that. they'll probably make it up during the season, like double headers or whatnot. So suffer and suck a test that darn COVID. Yeah, that darn COVID. Uh, and I'm, that, I'm over COVID. Oh yeah, we all are. So yeah, I mean it's a 
opening day is a big deal here. We need to get we need to get Kurt on this show. Kurt, if you're listening, shoot us a message, and that we'd love to have you on this show. Uh, talk baseball. We he is our baseball guru. Yeah, Kurt. And, uh, he is a diehard Reds fan. He's been with them through all the ups and downs over the last decade or so. And I'm just like, how? Because I, I gave up. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm still a Reds fan. Don't get me wrong. I haven't gave up completely. But, you know, I, I know when when to go to the Reds games because it's after the All-Star, game, All-Star week. And generally after that, the Reds start going downhill. So... And the tickets go down, and yeah, yeah, all the all the promotions for the tickets come out, and the hey, we got one dollar hot dogs or something. So. Well, I want to remind you, fans, about Die Hard Night, free admittance <laughs> to anyone who was actually alive the last time the Reds actually won a World Series. <laughs> oh, I was around. So that, I, was, I, was, I was about to say I was only a few months old, so I'm I'm in. Uh, sorry about your luck, Daniel. <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> I was about to say I was only a couple months old. I actually remember that World Series. And that they went wire to wire in nineteen ninety. Against the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. Uh Todd Benzinger made the final out to win the series. And I think uh I think uh Jose Rio was named M V P. yeah, you're uh, right. If, if I'm staying correct. Yeah, I remember Jose Rio. I remember him. I think I still have his baseball card. I got I, I got plenty of Reds baseball cards, so I know I have quite a few uh, Jose Rios and uh, Eric Davis cards, Chris Sabo. So y'all gonna have a baseball card in trading sessions? I, I, I was about to say, to be honest with you, I need to go and find my baseball cards and probably when price I price them. Yeah, I kind of want to get them priced because I've had them for years and. I, I haven't taken them out of my shoebox in like I don't know five six years or whatever. Wow. And that I mean I, and I got a ton. I mean uh, I, I I have I know I have uh I know I have a Ken Griffey um uh, rookie, rookie, card. rookie card. I have a Ken Griffey Junior rookie card. Uh, I got a uh, not Barry Bonds. Who's the Bobby Bonilla? No. Larkin. No. Uh, he he was a giant. Who? Uh, he was Kevin a, Mitchell, Franklin, <laughs> old, 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 old San Francisco Giant. Willie Mays, no. How far? How far? <laughs> yeah, we don't have that much time. Uh, how, how much? Uh, by golly, we're gonna keep going <laughs> until we get this. It, it, it's an old card. I I know that, but he was a famous San Francisco Giant. He well, wasn't. It wasn't Willie Mays. Willie McCovey. I think it could have been. Bobby Bonds. That's it. Bobby. Okay. Bobby Barry. Bonds. Barry's dad. Okay. And then so I have a Bobby Bonds card. I got Pete Rose. I got Ken Griffey Jr. Um, Randy Johnson. Uh, Barry Larkin. I know yeah. I got a Barry Larkin. I mean, we all grew up in the yeah. area. Everybody got yeah, a Barry, Barry Larkin. Larkin. Yeah. So I would love to f- dig them out, go through them, see what kind of condition they're in, and yeah, legitimately get them priced because the ones that are like teetering on collectible i i would hold on to that and whatever is like you know nickel and dime here or there it'd be like yeah trade those in or sell them and start collecting others well yesterday uh my mom called me and she's like did ask me if i had any bobbleheads from last year and i was like 
yeah, I only have one. She goes, well, hang on to it. It's going to be worth money. <laughs> I was like, okay, why? And she goes, well, I guess with COVID and whatnot, since there wasn't, people couldn't get the bobbleheads. Yeah. I thought, I think I had got Trevor, uh, Trevor Bauer bobblehead. And it was like, I had to go all the way up somewhere up in Ohio near Mason or Milford or whatever to grab a, a Trevor Bauer bobblehead. Oh, okay. So, yes, I'm a bobblehead collector. and Oh, so uh, so is Kurt. Kurt's yeah. a huge bobblehead collector. I mean, was it when when our parents were moving out of their old house, uh, we gave him, like, every Reds bobblehead that we had. And, I, I mean, you've seen him. He sets him up at his desk yeah. at work. And that, so, I mean, he's all right in a row right there. <laughs> uh, I, I pray one day that I don't come walking in there and accidentally knock it off. <laughs> I would feel so bad for if I did that. Just tell him you didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all, all the heads that bobbles. Like, yeah, we didn't see Yeah, we didn't see anything. We I'm didn't pretty see sure anything. I saw that. Mike. No, Kurt, you can't see anything. <laughs> so, Kurt, again, come message us and let's get you on the show and let's talk some baseball. And uh, All right. Last thing I got on... Uh, the show notes um, is again hockey related and we it's a little bit of local I guess you could say uh, Columbus Blue Jackets player Brandon Dubinsky, uh, Dubinsky and it says he'd take Ovenchkin over Crosby and even said in the interview or on the he was on a podcast show and said F Sid <laughs> And that apparently Dubinsky and Crosby have a rivalry going for about two or three seasons now. Mm-hmm. And Dubinsky is not ready for bygones to be bygones in this rivalry. And says, um, everybody talks about Sid, Sidney Crosby, being the more well-rounded player. Yeah. But he would pick Alexander Ovenchkin over Crosby any day. So... Before we get into this, and that both Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin were drafted in 2005, mm-hmm. and that Sidney Crosby has played 1,020 games as opposed to Alexander Ovechkin's 1,184. So Alex has a few more games. Uh, goals Crosby has 476 to Ovechkin's 724. Assists, Crosby leads with 827, and uh, Venchkin has 585, to which this equals, wait for it, and that Sidney Crosby is behind six points on Alexander Ovenchkin. 1,309 to 1,303. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. So, who would you guys take, Crosby or Ovechkin? Now, Mike, you and me, we've both talked about this before, about how we don't like Pittsburgh and we don't like Crosby. But with these stats in mind, who would you pick now? To be honest with you, hands down, Ovechkin. Same. Ovechkin, it's like, oh, wow, he's got a lot of assists, so he he passed the puck well. That don't impress me much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It just... 
what I Ovechkin I know anyway Ovechkin is a is a well, more well-rounded and seems he's not hurt as often as Crosby Shoot. and you know Crosby's what set out quite a few games with concussions and whatnot not joking you know not joking about concussions because that's a very serious thing yeah but Ovechkin has seen more ice time. That's why he's leading in goals and whatnot. And to be honest with you, my own personal opinion, I think Ovechkin's a help, a better uh, hockey player than what Crosby is. I think Crosby's kind of overrated, to be honest with you. I agree. Pretty much, uh, Ovechkin, he'll get hit and pretend I'm not. I'm not hurt. I'm good. I'm good. Sid, he just gets knocked into the boards. I'm out for months. I, I'm. It's it's unanimous. All three of us, Ovechkin, and that I I'd pick Ovi over. All the Canadian C- fans are booing at us right oh, now. Oh, I Turn bet. it off. Oh Turn my it off. gosh! Are you listening? This guy, well, <laughs> he that... doesn't like Molson. He doesn't like Crosby. I'm out. <laughs> well, Pittsburgh fans might be turning us off too. Well, so, I mean, you think Pittsburgh would actually tune into this podcast? Well, we have 91 percent <laughs> listenership in the United States. Now it doesn't say where in the United States. Yeah. So I'm all the way here in the fields of Idaho. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah. Well, so. we get you in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, so. Hey, I can stop if you want me to. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, don't make fun of people for listening. If I'm not. I'm saying there could be people in the fields of Idaho that are listening to this thing right now. I don't think Idahoans speak that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think you're sounding a little too much like Larry the Cable Guy. Those people are from Nebraska, <laughs> Texas, or down south. Yeah, but I'd pick Ovechkin. I agree. Crosby is overhyped. Uh, everybody wants to talk about how Crosby is the face, or what? I think he was the face. Why? Of the league. Because he has all his teeth still. And that was the face of the league. But now you're seeing, I think, Connor McDavid take over as the uh, face. Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, you know, the, y- the younger guys. Yeah, they're they're coming into their own, and they're becoming the new faces of the NHL. I believe at one time Crosby was, but I think he was the wrong face. He was, n- he's not that. I mean, yes, he's good. He's talented. Don't get me wrong. I will definitely, I will definitely say yes. I, I hate to say it, but yes, he is talented. He can score. He can pass the puck. He is a hell of a player. But again, the everybody wants to say, oh well, he's got three, three, Stanley Cups. Yeah. He's tied. Mm-hmm. Um, Lemieux. Or no, he he's tied uh, Gretzky with three because Gretzky uh, had three. Uh, we'll have we'll have to do some homework on that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Gretzky had three. and that So he's tied Gretzky at three. But everybody wants to be like, oh, he's got more cups than Ovechkin. Again, my argument will always be, doesn't matter what sport, because we've said this about Tom Brady in football. I don't care how many championships you've had. It, it all has to do about what kind of player you are. What kind of character do you have? What kind of heart do you have? What athleticism do you have to where you stand out above the rest? Don't just say, oh, I got rings. That's the only argument I need, Charlie! (laughs) Anyways. Well, well, the the, the ring debate, we'll we'll have to... It's my argument against how when everybody says LeBron's better than Jordan, I use the argument, Jordan's got six rings and he hasn't moved 
from city to city to go chasing after after mm-hmm. championships. So that to me, that's kind of valid because Jordan has won his six championships in Chicago, where LeBron has won it with what Miami, Cleveland, two with Miami, one with Cleveland, and now one with, with LA. Cleveland. Yeah. So plus, you could say uh, Jordan played with the flu and. LeBron James, he has to be carried off because the temperature in the stadium is not right. Or so, too hot. Yeah. So but, I can't work in this environment. Anyways. So but that's to me that'd be the only valid, you know, uh argument uh championships wise, you know, I would I would use. But we don't like football, you know, I don't you nobody can beat Tom Brady. Right. I'm I'm sorry. It's I and I hate to say it, but it's the truth. You know, hockey. There's guys that have multiple rings. You know, so you can't argue that fact. But I think Ovi, he's got one ring, and he proved he proved he's a hell of a hockey player. So that's my final opinion on that. Okay. All right. Well, you guys ready to get into last call then? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, who's picking? Uh, want to pay, do paper, scissors, rocks? Uh, I'll pick. I'll okay. pick. Let's uh, just not. Okay. <laughs> the sober guy picks. Or all, all three of us are still sober, so. Are we? No, I don't know about they you. Well, they don't need to know that. <laughs> all right, here we My go. My social security <laughs> number is. Oh. Quick, what's the number for 911? How do I know? Okay, this is not sports related. Ooh. Oh, geez. This is um, beer related. Oh, okay. Something something I know quite a bit about. <laughs> what are your top five favorite beers? Top five favorite beers? Yep. Okay, Daniel, you since you're a guest, you go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was about to say this will be the shortest list ever. <laughs> well, let's see. I gotta go with the king of beers, Budweiser, number one. Okay. Number two would probably have to be Bud Light. <laughs> okay. Number three would probably be... Hmm, Bud Select. Be No. <laughs> <laughs> Bud uh, Light Platinum. <laughs> it would actually be Miller High Life. High Life, okay. Number four would be the original Hofbra. Original Hofbra House, okay. So he, hey, he's got he's at least right, one German in there. He's venturing out. And number five would have to be Labatt Blue. Of course you would. And we just gained all the Canadian fans back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, so. We never doubted him, anyways. Um, we like the brother. Can we get rid of the other guy? <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> so, but, um. Is that existence in Canada? Ah, uh, who cares? And, um, um, go ahead, Mike. My top five would be, number one, Guinness. Okay. Any Guinness, by the way. Any Guinness? Yeah. Stout, I'm, nitro. I can uh, give two shits less. If it's Guinness, it's Guinness. I'm drink. I'm drinking it. So we we have said shit on this <laughs> show before. Why do you look at me like th- I Except thought this was a clean show? I was uh, informed that it was a clean show. I was told to it, keep my mouth shut. It was clean enough. We just don't drop the f bomb here. Yes, we don't drop the f bomb. We're just good enough to get the PG thirteen rating, anyways. <laughs> So number two, I would say Killian's Irish Red. Okay. 
Well, old school. I was gonna say old school, but before, uh, okay, I wanted to ask this before Daniel looked at me like, "Hey, is he allowed to say that?" Um, so, have you tried the Guinness Blonde? Yeah. What did you think about? I that? loved it. You liked it? I loved it. Okay. Yeah. He likes blondes. <laughs> that's a true statement. I'm not gonna lie. It's a true statement. So, uh, all right. So, and he's single too. <laughs> Just throwing it out there for the Polins. And that uh, you could get a mail order bride out of this, Mike. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Guinness then Killians. Yeah. So number three. Number three, I would have to say uh, Braxton Storm. That's the uh, that's a cream ale, right? Right. Right. Okay. Um, number four would have to be Country Boy Brewing's Shotgun Wedding. Oh yeah. Uh, that's. I knew, man. Part of me had a feeling that had to be on the list yeah and uh number five i'd probably say miller light keeping it i like miller light i have more respect for you daniel now i really do <laughs> why because we both don't drink miller light well no. i drink miller light and i just i have a thing but that, against it. miller light is in the top five after all the shows we have done okay here, where uh, we have tried all these yeah. different beers not one of them came out and was like you know what this it makes the new list or something this is all it's off the top of my head i oh. really don't have a top five of beers <laughs> if we're really going for it i probably pick ryan geish's cheetah over miller light Okay. Or uh, one of the Braxtons, uh, like summer trip, road trip, winter trip, one of those. I mean, those are all good beers. I mean, I don't particularly have favorite beers, but the top five off the top of my head, that's what I was going with. Okay. Speaking of real men of genius, today we salute you, Mr. Pisswater Drinker. Mr. Pisswater Drinker! You are willing to actually drink what actually tastes like your own urine. Why does it taste so warm? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's what I could say the same thing about Bud Light there, Daniel. Oh, oh. Beer Wars. Beer Wars! Like I told you before we started the show, I was like, cool, I can refill my own beer. I can go upstairs, take a whiz, and put it back in the bottle. So. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, I'm about to blow both of you guys out of the water here with this with my beer list. Cause by the way, I just have a real quick question. Okay, go. You for mentioned it. Braxton. Isn't that the maker of bowling balls too? Braxton. Braxton? Isn't that bowling as well? Am I... I think so. I, I. I'm just wondering if they're connected. No, I don't think the brewery. And, no, uh, no. Wouldn't no, that be interesting? No, no, no. I know who you, I know. Bowl better with a Braxton. No, I know who you're talking about. Brunswick. Brunswick. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it's Brunswick. <laughs> I just that confused does the, the Polins. Does the does the bowling balls? Okay, so I'm about to I'm about to smoke all you guys because one, there's not a single light beer in my list, and I drink real beer. Um, real man of genius. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. Seriously, <laughs> I, I love you, and I'm sure the <laughs> listeners love you too. But come on, man. And uh, um, you started it. All right. Now, these are in no particular order. These are just my favorite five. I'm not going to rank them. Yeah. Because if I start thinking about rankings, I could be here all day. And then we don't have... Uh, all day. We don't have all day. We what? have five more minutes. So, I'm going to go with Guinness Stout. Okay. 
and that Sam Adams cold snap. Okay, I forgot about Sam Adams. I do like some of Sam Adams stuff. And that then I'm also going to go with Sam Adams Oktoberfest and that Hofbrauhaus beer or was it fest beer? And that they they have this uh, beer uh, before um, their Oktoberfest. It's called Fest Beer. Fest Beer, okay. And that, so it's like to get you prepped for Oktoberfest. And I didn't know you needed a certain kind of beer to be prepped for Oktoberfest. Hey, the Germans <laughs> do it right, man. Germans, if you're listening, please start listening a lot more to the show. We're festive. <laughs> and that, so Guinness, Two Sam Adams, Hofbrauhaus, House. And then the final beer, top in my top five, no light beers. I'm not gonna say Bud or anything. Um, Mm. It's gonna be Christian Moorline Hellas Lager. I've got that in my refrigerator, and I was gonna bring it, and I didn't. But I'm going to drink it this weekend while watching the basketball games. Let me know what you think of it because that is my favorite Christian Moorline beer. You did bring in the Emancipator, and my dad tried it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And he only had one, and he was like, I mean, he loved it. I can't find them anymore. You can't find I can't find it at Kroger's. Maybe it was seasonal. Maybe. I don't know. But I just, I, I went because I was going to get that, and then I couldn't find it, and I got the. Hellas one. I was about to say, the Hellas is a very dark lager. I like it. Uh, Oktoberfest is a Marzen. The Cold Snap's a wheat ale. The uh, Fest beer is a, um, uh, it's a, man, it, what is it called? A Weiss or a Weiss? Uh, Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Okay. Yeah, well, we're close. Yeah, Hefeweizen beer and then the Guinness Stout. Uh, so, all dark beer. It's like, I don't drink light. And if I'm going to drink light, the lightest I'll go is the original Hofbrauhaus, which is what we drank most of March Madness. <laughs> it was like, first four, what are we drinking? Hofbrau original, day two. What are we drinking? Hofbrau. <laughs> and then after that, it was just like we transitioned into Daniel drinking his Budweiser, me and, da- me and our dad drinking uh, either Cold Snap or... Uh, what, what was Dad drinking around the end of the night? Wasn't he drinking, like, Yingling Black and Tan? Yeah. Uh, he even drank a fat tire. He ma- No, I drank the fat tire. And that, uh, <laughs> He got a flat tire, anyways. And that, did, and that just sounded weird, and I, 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 know what, I know what you're talking about, but... It have, you try, sound... have you tried the new Belgium? Uh, no, um, I haven't. The fat tire? No. That's an amber ale. It's actually mm. a really... I, that's one of my favorite, uh, when it comes to amber ales. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, I have to try that. Have Have either of you guys been to Yard House, over in over on the banks, uh, in Cincinnati? No, the only place I've been to is uh, the Holy Grail, and uh, beer beer wise, um, the Holy Grail. Did okay. you find it? Yes. You found <laughs> the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. Yes. Oh, it's not hard to miss. <laughs> And that well, good yard house has like six pages of beer. Holy cranks! I mean, every time I go, it it takes me at least ten minutes, like two trips for the waitress to come by to be like, "Have we decided? 
No. <laughs> and that, have we decided? No. By the third time, it's like, Just back oh. something! No, the waitress finally, finally, I look at the waitress and go, Okay, here's what I want. <laughs> I want this one, this one, this one. <laughs> and just because, line them up. Yeah, just line them up. But there was one, it was a wheat, it was another wheat ale. It was kind of like um, Blue Moon. Yeah. Oh. And that, uh, yeah. yeah, I know you don't like Blue Moon, but it was mm. like that. I can't remember the name of it. But they ended up selling it across the um, across the river, here in Kentucky. They ended up selling it at uh, the Fresh Time, in, huh. and that uh, in Newport. Yeah, in Newport, and uh, I can't remember what it was called. I think it was Cosmic something, and that. But it was really good. I loved it. But yeah, go to Yard House, guys, and just look at the beer menu. I know what you'll pick, Daniel. But Mike, you'll you'll. It'll take beer, you a, beer heaven. It, it'll take you a while. Okay. You know, I'm I'm down about trying all new beers and whatnot. So. Oh yeah, same here. I I love to I love to do that. Uh, I was about to say, Brittany wants to take me to uh, Jungle Gems, and we just and just wants me to just go up and down the aisles looking at all the beer. <laughs> yes, Jungle Gems is a great place to find different kinds of beers. All right. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Um, Daniel, are you, are you still a private citizen, private account? No, no, you don't want anybody to follow no. you on here. No new Canadians fans or whatever. Try and find me. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you do, you win a prize. All right, Mike. Where can they uh, follow the show? They can follow uh, my show Twitter at Gloves Mike on Twitter. Um, Facebook, Drop the Gloves, the sports podcast. And you can also find us on uh, Instagram at Drop the Gloves Charlie, Drop the Gloves Mike, and Drop the Gloves Podcast. And be sure to t- uh, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever podcasts are available on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, Public, uh, what is it? Radio Public, and... I uh, can't think of the last one. I always can't. NPR. I, I, oh. I always can't remember the last one. It's not Google, by it, the way. It's still not Google. And not NPR. And that. Um, and also, be sure to uh, share the podcast and episodes with your friends. Poland, Canada, Finland. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We appreciate it. I love share it seeing... With your blonde, share it with your blonde friends for Mike. And that, please... Uh, Please share it with all your friends, and thank you so much for listening to us uh, in Canada, Finland, and Poland. We definitely appreciate it. I love seeing the analytics every week when uh, when the shows drop. So, again, thanks, guys. All right, guys, uh, that's it. Have We're a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Happy Easter.